Hi, welcome to Subject to Change. I'm Stephen Lentz, business coach, digital marketer, father of two, and board game enthusiast. We're going to interview some business owners and entrepreneurs and explore their businesses, see what they have to offer. Welcome back to Subject to Change. I'm Stephen Lentz, and today I'm talking to Lauren Shepard with Heartland Business Solutions. How are you, Lauren? Hi, I'm fine. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. So Lauren, what is Heartland Business Solutions? Heartland in of itself is a fortune, actually it's a fortune 400 company. Uh, we've been around for about 30 some odd years and we provide really the best in small business solutions. Uh, not only saving profit for the privately owned business, but um, we're very consultative. So uh, we look at the whole picture of the business and I'm pretty much an analyst at this point. Mm -hmm. uh, and we provide different solutions depending on, depending on the needs. Okay, uh, so what do you do within Heartland then? Sure, I'm a relationship manager, which means I'm in the field. Um, I'm a salesperson, but again, I'm more of a consultant and we're, our tagline is entrepreneurs respectfully serving entrepreneurs. So it's pretty much my own business, mm -hmm. even though I'm a W2 employee from, for Heartland. Um, so what I do on a daily basis is I speak with small businesses and I help them with their pains. It could be merchant services. We're a direct processor, which means, uh, we cut costs with any middleman getting, you know, taking the middleman out mm -hmm. or credit card processing. We are payroll, um, and HR and lending. We're not a PEO at all. Um, and, uh, I, I pretty much do that every single day. I connect with either through social or other means. Um, I have referring partners. Um, I have a, a sphere of partnerships that, across the country send me referrals to help their clients. Interesting. Okay, so if I was your client, is the majority of what you do in regards to payment processing then? Or is it just kind of like in general business coaching and consulting and you go over like strategies and sales and marketing and other stuff? It's interesting you should say that because I have uh, actually a background before, before this in advertising and marketing. So it's pretty much my personal distinction that I can talk much more than just your typical merchant services provider. So my specialty at Heartland is merchant services and how to turn that plastic into cash as a direct acquirer, which is really great. Um, but I'm much more than that. You know, if I'm sitting in front of you and you're my client, we're going to talk about your business and how you came to be and what your pains are. Because most of the time, my capabilities can help with those pains. I'll give you a, for instance, of the national um, accounts that we have, uh, hospitality or restaurant, Wendy's, um, Panera Bread, Jersey Mike's. We do all the 7-Elevens. Um, Goodyear, eBay is one of our clients. I'm more on the small business, you know, privately owned uh, consultant. Gotcha. So are you, are you looking right now for new, uh, new clients for yourself, I should say? I'm always looking for new clients. Always looking for friends. Yeah. Okay. And so what, if you had an ideal type of client or a type of business, right? Are you more of like a service-based industries or do you like the e-com? Like what, who's your, 
Sure. Who's your favorite if you got to pick? If I had to pick, it would be B2B because mm -hmm. my background serviced B2B quite a bit in the marketing and advertising world. I had a, um, a marketing firm for 10 years and at different ad agencies in the Tampa Bay area here mm -hmm. in Florida, I, I, I serviced B2B. So I enjoy talking to the C-level executives, <laughs> maybe rather than what I call the street-level merchants. They're fine, but, and it's also wherever my referring partners take me across the country. Mm -hmm. So it could be restaurant, it could be retail, it could be B2B, it could be, I just today onboarded two parking facilities. Nice. So literally it's, it's growing my client base and my portfolio with referrals and or um, working my partnerships that I have for years now um, and, and providing residuals to them. <laughs> nice. So overall, you'd say you're business agnostic. I really am. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> I am. Are you? You're probably business agnostic too. Uh, there are a few that I, I don't, but for the most part, I'm, I'm decently business agnostic. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we specialize in our bread and butter mm -hmm. is restaurant, uh, hospitality, um, but we have different channels. We also do a lot of Petro and it depends on our, the products we, right. We provide that could solve solutions for what industry. So we pretty much cover the gamut. Interesting. How many clients personally are you able to service at one time? Are you kidding? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> well, um, I mean, everyone has their capacity, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting because I service my clients on a daily basis and it all depends on how many, you know, you, you onboard, so to speak, Mm -hmm. and what your goals are but on the average you know i might have 200 clients a year there's a lot of attrition if you don't take care of them and i i, I do so um knock on wood i do not have very much attrition but i'm juggling the uh non-revenue driven activity all the time so it's there's really not a limit to how many i can i can service Pretty much on the merchant services side of things, if you set them up correctly from the very beginning, then it runs very, very smoothly. And of course, I'm going to touch base with them. Of course, I'm going to try to be sticky on that marketing person, right? So I'm going to upsell them, so to speak, on our payroll and HR services. I'm going to talk to them about growth and lending. So um, there's really no limit to, to how many I can service. Yeah. So, so really, you would say that you sell a automation system, subscription essentially, with consulting for pain points? Pretty much, not, okay. a, not a subscription, if that's what you just said. Um, but a month, like an ongoing contract thing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's funny, people don't realize, they think banks process credit cards as well. You know, they process money and checks, right? but they don't, they send out for processing. So there's people that turn plastic into cash. We pay the, the you know, card brands and we facilitate, we're pretty much a facilitator, I think is a good way of putting it for the, um, for the whole payment processing world. Very cool. All right, seven-year-old just ran in with a video game controller asking me a question. <laughs> <laughs> he was good though, he, he didn't say much. Yeah. Well, things are falling out of your mouth. Close the door, please. I'll come see you after this. Sorry, okay. for happening on the recording. 
<laughs> but the big thing is um, I'm selling more, not selling, but I'm coordinating more payroll um, right now because mm -hmm. there's a huge hot button. And if you'd like me to talk to you about, about what's going on in the, the payroll world and uh, IRS credits or cash due yeah, to the- please, please do. I'm the Pandemics Care Act, right? We all know that with the stimulus mm -hmm. and checks and all of the PPP that happened uh, to keep these businesses alive. What the small business owner does not realize is, and of course the IRS doesn't advertise this, is attached to that same CARES Act are what's called employee retention tax credits. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what that is, and a lot of people don't, if you have W-2 employees and you were in business during 2019, 2020, 2021, you had restrictions, severe restrictions, or you had a loss in revenue. The IRS has buckets, literally, a Forbes article says buckets of money still to provide to these small businesses that stayed in business and rewarding them for keeping their W-2 employees. So if they qualify, which most of every small business, right, either had restrictions, government restrictions, or it could be six feet apart. It could be uh, limited dining or limited capacities, right? It's one, one tech in a truck instead of two. I'm not able to go into someone's home. And or that 20% or so uh, reduction in revenue then they qualify to the tune of thousands and thousands and thousands of already taxed dollars. So I have become, instead of the merchant services person that people go, oh, not another one of her, I've become the hero because I'm educating, which I love to do. And I'm offering my, my intel on what's going on out there and what the, what's due these, uh, these small business owners I've had people cry on the phone saying, I have a landscape company that said, we are in business now because of the $125,000 that's already been taxed that we're getting back from the IRS. Otherwise we would have had to shut our doors. That's awesome. That's very cool. Really a very big thing. You know, I've been trying mm -hmm. to find a way to, to, you know, I always help my clients, but it's so much more than, you know, dropping the rate, you know, on a, a Pay the payment side of things. It's more about becoming a hero. That's very cool. Where would people go to find those types of resources, especially for like the, the CARES Act money? Well, there's not many companies that, and CPAs, if that's what you're asking, CPAs, number one, don't have the bandwidth to, to do this. Number two, believe it or not, they don't even know about it, a lot of them. Like I said, there's a Forbes article out there if you Google um, employee retention tax credits, it'll come up and it'll say there's a lot of confusion out there. People, including CPAs, I've, I've been in the middle of it, say, no, 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 you got PPP, you don't qualify. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. We, um, so, um, also, we take on the liability. There aren't many companies, and because we're, we're so huge, and because we're that Fortune 400 company, we're able to, we have the bandwidth to facilitate those dollars from the IRS directly to that client. Um, we do ask, you know, I mean, everyone's in business to, to be in business. So of course, we're going to try and grow our portfolio in the process of giving a better software for payroll. 
So we ask that you come on board with us. We have to um, have you as a payroll company to be able to amend 941s and take care of that big amount of paperwork. And we take on the liability. So um, not many companies, not many payroll companies out there are doing this because number one, they don't want, and they can't take on the liability if there's a mistake and they just don't have the bandwidth to help. Sure, no, it makes sense. That's very cool though. Isn't it? It really is. Thanks. So you said that you had a marketing company. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. So what was the, the genesis and exodus of that? <laughs> well, in the Tampa Bay area, let's see, in my 20s and my 30s, I'll give that away. Um, I jumped around every two years <laughs> to different ad agencies on the, you know, the business development slash account exec side of things. Um, and had some really beautiful accounts that would kind of follow me from ad agency to ad agency, uh, almost like a banker. And the reason I jumped was because it was all about the bill and not about the concept. And every time I heard that from my bosses, don't worry, just bill it. Oh, what do you mean? No, 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 don't worry about it, Lauren, just bill it. So that really got tiresome because I was more about value and I was more about um, not taking creative and throwing it, right? Throwing it out there and crossing your fingers the creative would work. So, um, and then I jumped around to a direct response ad agency and that made more sense to me. And it was more of a cost per click at that time in the 1990s and, um, and landed um, at a small little hot shop in Tampa, Florida that had Bush Gardens and really some great, great accounts, brought mine over there. Um, I always knew I was an entrepreneur, my entire family, every uncle, every aunt, my parents were all small business owners, hair salons, printing companies, jewelry stores. So I had that in me. I knew I was, I was, I wanted to work for myself, but did not feel comfortable taking the leap of faith until I met my husband at this graphic design firm. And I was single and he was single and he's a graphic designer extraordinaire. And uh, quickly, very quickly, we, we got together and decided um, Mantra Creative needs to be in existence. So um, pretty much had the clients, right? I took them out to lunch and none of them were under contract with this you know, firm. And I said, look, what if I, you'll have the same creative, you'll have the same account you know, service, customer care. What if I take your estimates down? And they were like, count us in. So we started with some very, really great billion dollar um, companies here. We had three of the 10 at the time. Oh, wow. on Don't get too impressed because it was short lived. <laughs> <laughs> 2004, five, six, seven, eight. And guess what happened in 2008? Horrible, yeah. horrible, mm -hmm. right? So they all went on ice. You probably know this. Um, all my clients decided, well, we've got to stop advertising. We can't do marketing anymore at a time when they should have continued. <laughs> yeah. So I had to find something else to do. I have to be honest with you. My husband continued Mantra Creative and I instead uh, still used my consultative, you know, acumen mm -hmm. um, skill set and I still had a lot of networking you know um, contacts 
B to B, right, or or otherwise. Sure. And so um, I don't know if you know what B and I is. I was a big networker mm-hmm. back then, and someone told me there, if I taught you this business, um, would you jump ship from advertising, come over to this side of things? And I've always been intrigued on the finance part of um, consultative services, so um, it kind of made sense. So I did that. It was very hard to do. There was a little crying involved. <laughs> Sure. So there was a, a someone from Heartland was in BNI and invited you to BNI essentially, or invited yeah, you to Heartland. It was a competitor. I was with a competitor for four years, and mm-hmm. then I jumped over to Heartland. A lot of the competitors, uh, the, the company got bought out by by an evil company. So a lot of us went over to Heartland. Yeah, and and it's a it's a fantastic company. I can't say anything bad about them. I really can't. Um, I'm going to a diamond con- conference, which is, you know, you qualify and finally, you know, we haven't had one in three years. So this is, um, this is going to be great. Yeah, so that is exciting. Mm-hmm. So are you still part of BNI or do you do other networking groups currently or no? You know, I don't. I was a manager here at Heartland for quite some time and the people mm-hmm. under me were BNIers and, you know, I honestly did not have the time and, and I've, I've built up my networking resources to the tune of um I'm, I'm okay now i don't you know i don't really need it's always good to get out in community but covid happened and all of that so i'm i'm very comfortable even though i like to dress up and i like to put makeup on um i'm here a lot with a headset and talking to my referring partners and and really conducting everything over the phone or zooming very cool awesome well lauren is there a question that you'd wish I'd asked you or anything that you wanted to say before we're all done? Anything you're hoping to talk about or a product to wrap or anything like that? I'm trying to think. I'm curious about your opinion with the state of America and COVID. I wonder if you don't mind as you know, you service, <laughs> you service small businesses, right? I do. I mean, Mm-hmm. How, what is the gauge you know what are you how are you feeling out there yeah i mean i have two things that i do one is i do business strategy consulting and the other is digital marketing and i i get to do it remote for both of those so i don't have to worry about different parts of the country being in lockdown or having right. to show a back mm-hmm. any of those types of things but i'm up in seattle area king county and mm-hmm. it's tough for a lot of different businesses oh, a lot of the restaurants had a very difficult time with only outdoor eating or dining and takeout only or you have to show proof of vaccination to go into different business like the restrictions have been very difficult for a lot of businesses and having like one of the uh, super upscale restaurants in seattle canlis they did a great pivot they started doing like sandwich lunch like brown bag lunches and stuff at for lunchtime and different things like and so they just finding ways to improve and change and still be in business has been a big deal and there's been a lot of people that have been hurt hard yeah i'm sure it's unfortunate you know um what we did here at heartland which was really great is we have uh, the heartland foundation Mm -hmm. but also during covid um i had my clients do this you know i had them send hardship letters and um, this was mostly restaurants. I do not have a lot of restaurants, which I'm really glad about um, because anytime something like this happens, right? It, they are really affected. But um, 
I had them write hardship letters and Heartland credited back, I think, two months of our fees, you know, which That's is cool. really great that they helped, mm -hmm. you know, they helped our, our clients and um, it was important. And, and another reason why I, I, I think concentrating on B2B and, you know, maybe that's, that's smart right now. I don't know. I mean, they had their restrictions too, and they had, um, you know, big pains as well, but, um, yeah, we all had to pivot, right? We all had to, yeah. Heartland, Heartland got very heavy into the online ordering business. You can imagine we do a lot of e-com and for the payment side of things. So, um, we ramped up our e-com online ordering platforms and, uh, pretty much did all of that for at least, I don't know how many months, probably almost a year. Um, everyone jumped on board, right? With the online ordering. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it'll be interesting as things this year comes to a close. I mean, I don't think anything's gonna change in the next, you know, couple of months, but yeah. COVID's one of those things, like it's here to stay, you know, it's, it's yeah. out in the world, it's out in, and it'll keep mutating and mutating and mutating until it's like the cold. That's right. here all the time. But and you have how many kids? I have two. I have a seven and a five-year-old. Okay. And well, almost they, five. So, so was the five-year-old, that, that child wasn't in school yet then. Okay. But you had a homeschooler through all of that? Yeah. So we, we do a uh, outdoor school. So they, we haven't had any like school shutdowns or anything like that because it's uh, an outdoor school oh. place. But oh, okay. Very hippie. It's That's <laughs> cool. It is cool. Yeah, it's fun. Rain or shine. They don't, they don't like it very much when it rains, but it's <laughs> That's interesting. That's uh, it's a lot of fun. And Lauren, really quick before we go, where can someone find you? Thanks. There's several different places. I'm on LinkedIn, Alignable. Um, I have a Facebook page, but um, my contact information, if you'd like, do you want that? <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever you want to say so someone listening can find you. Sure. My email address is Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N dot Shepard, S-H-E-P-A-R-D at E dash H-P as in Paul, S as in Sam dot com. And my phone number is 813-760-7604. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you having me on. No, thanks for coming. So again, thank you, Lauren. And that is it for today's Subject to Change. Thank you for listening to Subject Change. Please like, subscribe, leave a review of our podcast. And if you have any questions, if there's a business you would like to see featured on our podcast or a niche or something you want to learn about, drop us a message or an email and let us know. Be happy to, to interview someone and answer those questions. Thanks again for listening.